If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay. Hello, everybody. And yeah, stick around, baby, because it's another scintillating episode of get rich quick with josh and noel right here on radio free brooklyn yeah i know you guys have been missing us the emails the tweets the 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 facebook messages have been pouring in from our listeners around the globe and beyond. And beyond. Asking, where are you guys? Where have you been? What's going on? We've never gone this long without a new episode. No, we have. Didn't we when uh, Nigel was born? We went, a, we went three weeks without a new episode? I think so, yeah. Well, scratch that. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week or apparently once every three weeks or so uh, over a single topic. And from that topic, we come up with, uh, well, in my case, one idea today. <laughs> Noel's case, a few lines scraped down on a piece of paper a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we come up with those ideas on how to get super rich super quickly from said topic yeah we don't ask for any money up front uh and we don't give you a one size fits all mess no that you're just depending on where you know it's just it doesn't matter where you live it doesn't matter what you know what what your country or 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 uh uh it doesn't fit no one size fits all but it never fits right right fit you it's like the like Trump buys his suits off the rack. Yeah, Do they yeah. look like they fit him properly? No. Ours are tailored. Mm-hmm. You guys come in and you say, "Ooh, that looks really nice," and then you take it and you put it on, and then and we pin a little here and we zhuzh a little there and we bring a little something in and take a little something out. You know, for those of you that that need stuff taken out, and uh, 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 you get rich. Yeah. From the yeah. ideas that we give you. Okay. We don't ask for money up front. What do we ask for, though, No. What we ask for is after you're rich, after you are said, all my suits from now on are bespoke, made of silk, the finest of silks. After you've sa- you have you say, hey, I didn't get here on my own. I didn't make these millions of billions of dollars all on my own. Josh and Noel helped me out with these few lines they wrote down at one point, this half idea that was thrown at me. I should hire a private investigator to go out and find them because they've disappeared. Uh, And I owe them 10% of everything I made while I was getting rich. I need to tithe them. That's the deal. 10%. Take our ideas, get rich. 10% of it. There you go. That's it in a nutshell, guys. Uh, Noel, it's been a long time. It has. I know you have some exciting news, though. I do. I do have some How exciting news. How been yeah. 
these three weeks I or so. have been good. I got my first shot. Congratulations. Nan got her second shot. I got my second shot as well. Yeah, and I uh, got married. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, we tied the knot in Washington Square Park last week. Um, Very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, we had a uh, the super spreader event of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> No, no super spreader event. It was very small, uh, and we had a few people for brunch outside afterwards. That's right. But it was fun. It was it was good. It was a lot. Of, it was good. Um, it may have come to a surprise to many people, but it wasn't to us. We knew it was coming. It's just with the way the city is and stuff, it's hard to plan. So we decided uh, we we wanted it to be small anyway, but we decided uh, probably best to wait until at the very least the last minute, if not in retrospect, to tell people so that family and things like that don't have to feel bad for not coming. Right. Um, so all your, like, family family, like your sister and all that family out in Chicago, mm -hmm. they didn't know about it in advance? I told um, my sister, my mom, mm -hmm. um, my aunt and uncle, I told them on... Thursday night, so they knew. Oh in, wow! In, they knew in like two days in advance, but right, yeah. Well, that's great, man. Congratulations, and most importantly, mm -hmm. congratulations to Nigel. <laughs> and I think you know why I'm congratulating Nigel. Why? Because he doesn't have to carry the stigma of being a bastard child any longer. At heart, he always will be. Well, you know, he'll know. Yeah, but he's young enough. That he, you know, he hasn't gone to school yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The kids won't know. And that's really the worst thing about it. And we could always, I mean, if, we, if it was important, we could always fudge the years. What do you mean, if it was important? It's not important. Of course it's important. It's the uh, most important thing in the world. Oh. Uh, okay. <sighs> You're crazy. You're crazy. It's the whole reason my grandparents got married. Is it? On my father's side. Yeah, my father found his mother when when his mom died when my grandma died uh -huh. he was going through a paperwork and found their marriage certificate and found out they got married four months before he was born <laughs> he had no idea and it explained so much about his parents relationship you know in the fact that they hated each other but stayed together oh, forever really? like like yeah you know my grandfather was I think 18 years older than my uh, grandmother, maybe even a little bit older than that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, knocked her up. She was a little plaything to him. Okay. And he knocked her up and he had to marry her. Wow. And, uh, my father grew up in a house of, in a house of hell. Okay. You know, but there wow. you go. Your son doesn't have that problem. I, I don't think the marriage thing would be a, a problem either way. No, it's not a problem anymore. No one cares yeah. anymore. Yeah. How many people do you know that intentionally aren't married and have children? I, exactly. They don't and, believe in marriage. And I wouldn't have had any problem with that in my mind. I would have been like, we are anyway. Mm -hmm. um, I do know it, it made a little bit of difference to her, so that, that helped tip the scales. But then also... Right. Uh, as I say, this was we knew this was coming for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, it just takes a long time to get anything done in, in yeah, uh, pandemic in COVID world. world. Um, but it was intended to happen well before the election 
uh, just in case Nazis come to power. Yeah, good point. Um, well, <laughs> congratulations to you and your lovely child bride. Yes. Um, you know, I hope you don't get uh, arrested for international sex crimes, for trafficking, trafficking you know, a 17-year-old woman across the border. 17. Marry her. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing Nigel in the shirt I got him for his, his wedding gift. Sure. Yeah. We'll have it on <laughs> so soon. So soon. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. You got married outside because of one thing and one thing only. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful out. It was a beautiful spring day. Mm-hmm. And that's fitting because today's topic is... Today's topic is spring, how to get rich with it, how to bloom your wallet into a bouquet of Benjamins. That's it, my friend. A bouquet of Benjamins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, spring, guys, how are you going to get rich with it? Huh? 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 Isn't that the old question? That is the old question. That's right. Here is the answer, right? Spring is wonderful right uh it's it's you feel your heart open up you rediscover the world around you you get to come out of your stinky fart hole of an apartment and wander the streets again and see the sun and your stinky fart hole of an apartment <laughs> yeah after you're in there you think everyone is a bachelor you. you think everyone is you five years ago clearly just not anymore i said five years ago <laughs> This year, pandemic year, everyone's apartment is a fart hole. Okay, that's a good point, especially after after winter. Yeah. With the exactly. incredible New York City heating systems yeah. and closed windows. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and, you know, on the whole, everything about spring is great. The flowers come out. You feel You feel alive again. You get back on the streets. You, your libido quickens. Your you get sun, vitamin D, happiness. It's it, it's a cliche how awesome spring is, right? It really is. Um, this first idea has a little bit of three weeks dating to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so everyone knows, we uh, this was the show we were supposed to do three weeks ago yeah. when all hell broke loose in my life, yeah. and uh, I've been out of commission for a little while. Yeah. But, you know, we're trying to do something here, so bear with us, guys. Bear with us, guys. So, But this is a great one for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, for this year, it's, it might be a little dated. Um, so... The only two things that kind of suck, but they're still kind of awesome about spring, are uh, the time change in in daylight savings time um, and spring cleaning, right? Daylight savings time, you just get so tired for the next few days uh, because you lose that hour of sleep. Mm -hmm. But it is awesome because you seem like instantly you feel like you're launched into spring, right? 
suddenly the nights are 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 bright longer and i know it's the best man it really is it really is you just seem like you're launched into another stratosphere level of 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 weather um and spring cleaning nobody likes to clean but everyone wants to get the farts out of their apartment um it's true i often find that there are farts just strewn around my apartment yeah and they don't come up with a vacuum cleaner. You have to pick them up by hand yeah. and then throw them out. Yeah. And like literally find, throw like, them out of your this apartment. This part's been here since November. Yeah. Right? It's, just, it's disgusting. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, uh, it is the time. You got to open your windows, let the fresh air in. It's, not, it's time to be clean and not de-apartment-fy, right? You got you to gotta get out. Get, let, the, let the outside in. Clean it up. So it, that also is awesome, but nobody likes doing it. Um, so I thought, okay, so th- there are two points that I can improve on, right? I can capitalize on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, hey, what if? What if? What if instead of losing an hour, for daylight saving time happens on the weekend. What if you lose 25 hours? What? Yeah. Right. Um, what if you were to drug people <laughs> uh-huh. and they sleep through a whole day, right? So they don't, they don't lose an hour of sleep. They gain 24 hours of sleep. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right? So they wake up the ne- the following morning refreshed, mm-hmm. feeling good, feeling like I now can conquer this spring. I'm ready for this later nights. Um, crazy rested. And while they're asleep, a team of cleaners come into their house, their apartment, their abode, whatever whatever mm-hmm. type it may be, their maison, as they say in France. In France. Uh, their casas, as they say. In Ecuador. The Spanish world, in Ecuador. Um, now that and, you're Ecuadorian. And now that I'm, yeah, I'm half Ecuadorian now, guys. Uh, um, and they, they scrub your apartment, they clean it. You wake up so refreshed in a beautifully clean apartment and you're ready to take on the world. You are launched in the spring without any of the pain. That pain actually turns into pleasure. Mm. And you could charge a hefty fee for it. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. And you can maybe call yourself like the cleaning gnome service, spring gnomes. Spring gnomes. Because that's like, isn't that the thing? The gnomes come around and they do all, while you're asleep, the gnomes come around and they do all this work for you. Is that a gnome thing? Elves, I think. Oh, is it elves? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was gnomes. Rumple Springs clean. Ooh, yeah that that's a that doesn't trip off the tongue. That, that I think that was great. <laughs> it doesn't quite trip off the tongue. Rumple Springs clean. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> I like how, what 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 it felt like you did there was. You were thinking of something else, but you couldn't come up with it fast enough, so you said, I'll just say Rumpel Springs Clean a slightly different way. No, I'm just saying it again. Rumpel Springs Clean. Say it again. Clean. 
Nope, doesn't work. Uh, it works great. Say it again. Say it again like you are washing with a fresh bar of Rumple Springs Clean. Rumple Springs Clean. <laughs> that was Scottish, though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, because it's going to be in those Scottish homes, too. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Those Scottish homes are dank, my friend. Oh, yeah. They got the You points. know, when CVR was in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and we would go to some of these theaters that were in, like, basements of these buildings, it was like walking into a fucking allergy fest. <laughs> <clears throat> I would... It was so damp, and there was... Like, you could just smell the mold and mildew just hanging in the air. You'd walk through it, and I would just start coughing immediately. I, there were a couple shows that I had to just leave mm-hmm. because I was being so disruptive with my coughing. It's terrible. Wow. I felt bad wow. for those Edinburghians. Yeah. You would know because you weren't there because you're not cool. No, I wasn't cool that year. No. Well. The rest of the years. Just that year. Pretty cool. Just that year. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, Rumpel Springs Clean. Yeah. Great idea, terrible name. Okay. But many okay. products have overcome a terrible name by being a great idea. Idea. Sure. Yeah. Amazon, for instance. Horrible what the name. What does that name mean? Yeah. Like really. I would I'd actually be I I'd never it is a terrible name for what they do. I'm really curious what his reasoning for naming it Amazon was. I don't know, but it probably has something to do with books because it was originally just supposed to be a book thing. I do. I remember that's all it was, was a book thing. Yeah. You know, it was it was kind of exciting when it was just a book thing. You know, you could just get a book in a couple days, any book you wanted, whenever you wanted. You'd go to Barnes & Nobles or your local book dealer and they were always out of books or they didn't have books and you could find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then he turned it into the monster that it's become. Yeah. Did you hear that they, uh, uh, I, I was very surprised the union lost in Alabama. Yeah. Let that happen up here. They won't lose. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm just surprised. It seemed like it was going to go. Mm-hmm. You guys, anyway, we're, we're going on the record, Josh and Noel get rich quick pro union. We are pro union. Yeah. You can get rich with unions. Sure. Plenty of people have sure. gotten rich with union houses. There's nothing wrong with unions. Every movie that you've ever seen made union in New York, in LA, or all of California, you know. I think probably in uh in uh, uh Canada, all the mm-hmm. Canadian movies, all done with unions. Yeah. Anyway. Blair Witch, non union. That was non-union, and look what happened to that guy. Yeah. Didn't do anything after that. He did one other movie. Yeah. That was terrible because he doesn't use unions. That's why. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Uh, Anyway, Noel, Mm -hmm. so I was reading, and uh, a while back. Okay. I really done much reading recently. (laughs) Um. There was a large-scale study that found... So, I mean, I guess the first question is, you know, what do we think of when we think of spring, right? One of the big things we think of is birth, right? We do. We think of, you know, all the animals giving birth in spring, right? You, you have baby birds. You have baby bears. You have baby humans in many cases. Last, you have last baby, spring, baby Nigel. 
Baby Nigel. That's right. When is his birthday? May 20th. I mean, May, May, May 18th. What am I talking about? May 18th. Jesus Christ. Wow. You forget your own son's no, birthday. No, 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 I was thinking of the first day of, of, of summer, but that's oh. in July. I'm in June. Um, I can't even remember my months anymore. Yeah, I can see that. You were thinking of the first day of summer in June, and so you thought your child's birthday was May 20th. No. That makes all the sense in the that world. <laughs> you're, you're rumple shit for brains. Yeah, I'm rump a long week. <laughs> um, but anyway, so you would think spring would be the ultimate time to have a child, right? Yeah. But it turns out, Noel, that a large-scale study found that babies born in the spring are more likely to develop schizophrenia, Watch it. bipolar disorder, major depression, and anorexia. Wow. Yeah. A National Academy of Sciences study found that babies conceived in the spring are more likely to be premature. Mm -hmm. So, so far, spring just sucks. Yeah. For baby time. I didn't I didn't even think that Nigel was born in spring. Yeah. I'll, uh, Nigel has no eating disorders. <laughs> That's good. That's good so far. Yeah. Anorexia, anorexia usually doesn't hit when they're babies. Just for the record, okay. I've right. not heard I've not heard of anorexic babies. That may be a whole new thing, Pretty though. Pretty skinny babies. Yeah, in this day and age, they're on Instagram at a very young age. Yeah. Uh, uh, the scientists have hypothesized that uh, the reason that spring babies. Uh, are more likely to develop these these uh, uh, issues um, are because the mothers were nearing full term in January and February when seasonal flu cases spike and pregnant women who contract the flu in the second and third trimesters have a slightly increased chance of premature labor. Okay. And I guess that then what they do is that... They they tie in premature birth to these diseases. Of course, yeah. Okay, makes makes some sense there, okay. right? And you've you've absolved Nigel. <clears throat> I I have absolved Nigel. Um. So those are a lot of emotional and mental problems that uh, uh, account for a lot of money spent in this country and around the world. Mm -hmm. We're talking about money spent uh, on the medical issues that surround it, medication, uh, uh, doctor's visits, hospitalizations. Um, we're talking about uh, the time spent, uh, uh, in some cases being so... Uh, completely unable to to deal in the world that we live in that they aren't necessarily the uh uh what's the word i'm looking for they're not working right okay. they're collecting ssi okay. benefits um so this is a lot of money in some cases you know depending on how bad these things are you know we've got people shooting people up mm. in the streets Right, the the left, the right loves to talk about how 
the mass shootings are a mental health issue and not a gun issue, right? Well, so this is what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to get a lot of money from it. Okay. We are going to stop babies from being born from late March to late June. <laughs> You're like, well, how do we do that, Josh? That seems like a big, broad statement to make. But how do you make it happen? So number one, okay. whoever's going to take this is going to pitch it to the government. Okay? Government's going to be all in, and they're going to give you a shit ton of money to do this. So for men, uh, there was a large study where they found... Of, 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 of like one and a half million patients they did a study of, they found that the use of common antacid medications, also, uh, also known as proton pump inhibitors, um, uh, uh, Zyrtec is one of them, I believe, yep. as an example, um, lowered the total motile sperm count in all the study participants. Really? Yep. They also found... That lack of sleep was a, a bigger factor in reducing male fertility than age or alcohol consumption. Okay. Uh, they found even that poor sleep habits were also associated with low testosterone levels in men. Okay. They've also found that drinking one liter of soda a day can reduce sperm count by as much as 30%. That's a lot of soda. <laughs> it's a liter, though. I, there are people, believe you me, you travel around this country, there are a lot of people drinking a liter of soda every day. Sure. Right? But what is the soda? What are we talking about with the soda? We're talking about the chemicals in the sugar, right? Yeah. You know, if you put whatever chemicals and sugar in a liter of soda into a glass of water, you can down that super quick okay so this is what you're going to do you're going to start making sodas that are filled with ppis tons of caffeine and extra sugar and other things in it so you drink like two cups of it you've drunk the equivalent of a liter of soda you're amped up all the time so you don't sleep and you've got the PPIs in your stomach, which is just dropping the sperm count. Yeah. So that's for the guys, okay? For women, too much exercise can decrease chances of conceiving. It can have a negative impact on ovulation. Um, medications in women for women uh, tend to be antidepressants, mood stabilizers, uh, because they make your body produce more prolactin, a hormone that interferes with ovulation. So it's kind of perfect that right before winter, right, or, you know, in fall, when people are trying to, con you know, get their groove on, sure. that you start prescribing people, prescribing women, antidepressants and mood stabilizers for their suddenly diagnosed seasonal affective disorder. Okay.
Then you tell them all they need to work out two to th three times a day to also combat said seasonal affective disorder. Okay. Then once spring comes, they don't need it anymore. Yeah. They can ovulate all to their heart's content, ready to have babies in the wintertime. Right? Men, you just suddenly run out of the soda. You know, it's like Malomars, right? Okay. You know how Malomars are seasonal? Uh-huh. You make a seasonal soda. Okay. Simple as that, with all that stuff in it. And then it's like, oh, you know, the temperature's getting weird, and we don't. We think this is more of a, you know, winter-fall soda. Sure. It's pumpkin. We don't think you should be drinking it in the spring and summer. Pumpkin soda. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There you go. Pumpkin spice soda. <laughs> That's it 100%. And there you go. At that point, you have reduced the chances of people getting pregnant and having babies solidly yeah. by 80-90%. Don't check my math, but I'm sure it's right. Um, and you will end, literally end, the mental health crisis in this country. Yeah. Why are you counting? What were you counting there? Uh, th th all the things what were you? ending. Oh, yeah. You're... <laughs> literally end the mental health crisis in this country single-handedly. Yeah. You will get paid by this government, by every government. I mean, just think how much money you are saving insurance companies, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, 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 whatever. You know, just think of all the things that, that these mental health issues can cost in lives, in lives wasted, in uh, 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 money spent, all of it. It's just, it's huge, man. I cannot, I cannot express enough how much better you'll make everything and get obscenely rich. Okay. So there you go. There you go. That's it. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. A lot of money, guys. Uh, hey, if you want to give Radio Free Brooklyn some money, you can. You can go to Radio freebrooklyn.com.org if you want to. Either one. Either one will get you there. You can hit the pledge button, pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keeps the lights on. Keeps the servers humming. Keeps the studio in action. Um, and, you know, keeps us and all the shows on the air. You get to feel like a champ because of all the good things you supported. And you get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. Uh, if you want to support in other ways, you can download the app, iOS or Android. You can listen to the station live or get all the archives of all the all the shows. You can uh, subscribe to the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm, I'm just going to call it that again. I was going to say, I thought it's not called Radio Free Brooklyn listen, anymore. Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, what is it called now? I don't know. Maybe it's called Radio Free Brooklyn. So I don't know. It, it, whatever it is, it should be called Radio Free Brooklyn. You guys, let's have a write-in campaign. Rumple Springs Clean. <laughs> yeah. And we'll say, Why don't we change the name of the Radio Free Brooklyn newsletter to Rumple Springs Clean? Let's do that. Let's start with that. Uh huh. We'll go from there. Um. What other ways can you help us with? Uh, you can you can go on Amazon Smile. 
and you can put Radio Free Brooklyn in as your charity of choice. And every time you make a purchase on Amazon, which is too often to admit, um, yeah, for real, Amazon throws in a, a fraction of a shadow of a nickel, and those <laughs> add up. And if enough people do it, it actually makes a difference. Um, so yeah, we don't have a sponsor. Oh, no longer. No, we. I don't know if you guys remember. We had a, a sponsor. We love them. We had to read that that on air read way too long though. Um, but if you want to sponsor Radio Free Brooklyn, come on, get down there, do it. Uh, look Word. at how we're not bad mouthing you. you yeah, know, we we got sick of uh, reading that same thing. Yeah, we had nothing against the product. I didn't even, you know, you could have let me read it if you wanted to. I just, okay. you know, didn't have it that first time. No. I know you were tired of reading it, but I don't care. Okay. Well, I wasn't reading it. I was just riffing on it. Yeah, I know. But sponsors are good. They are. They Maybe are they're the reason they're no longer a sponsor of Radio Free Brooklyn. Is it is because of, of our shows? You. Yeah. Maybe. Because they could tell in the tone of your voice while you were riffing on their ad. No. You know, I, I think it uh, maybe is no coincidence that we no longer have the sponsor right at the time that we went off the air for three weeks. Two weeks. That's a good point. I think oh, that's oh. probably a better point. Maybe they missed They us. were like, wait a second, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel isn't on the air right now? No. That's the <laughs> whole reason we're doing this. old episode that is playing? <laughs> that's the whole reason we're doing this. You know, you guys, I, I got to say this. So w when... When we occasion happens and we know we have to miss, we find an old episode, we dig up and we throw it on, uh, so that airs. We don't we don't then broadcast that out as a podcast. So if you only listen to podcast form, we just disappeared. But if you do listen oh, to yeah. us on Radio Free Brooklyn, um, you'll hear a show. It's just an old show, right? And I, I usually try to find either an old favorite or something that's timely or something like that. But I got to tell you, we used to have a segment in the show that was all, this is way before Trump became even thought of a possibility of becoming president. We would have mm -hmm. clips of Trump saying stupid business things. And I just got to stay away from all those shows now. Cause I'm like, I don't want to broadcast that. <laughs> There's so much of our catalog is like, we should put it behind a paywall. That's what we should do. <laughs> That's what we should do. Yeah. Uh, put they're it good shows. It. They're good shows, except yeah. for the Trump little bit in there. No. And and by the way, I, I will say, we're not being pro-Trump. We're mocking him. It's just, And we stopped it as soon as we saw that, oh, this guy actually has a chance of not being considered a freaking joke by everyone. Yeah, it was it was during the period that he was uh, that he was running, uh, that he was in the primaries. I think it was even maybe pre-primary. Well, he was running. I feel like I used him because we thought it was so absurd. Yeah. And I think, you know, I used, you know, I found a bunch of clips from one particular speech that he he had done. At uh, at the uh, uh, Falwell College, okay, that he was so fond of, and I think I ran like it was like three tips of the week or something like that in a row because they were such absurd rambling in you know typical Trump stupid speech fashion, 
And, uh, and little did I know that that was going to become a hallmark of a president of the United States of America. Yeah. Here's a question. Why is that dude not in jail yet? It's coming, bro. Bring it. It's coming. Bring it. Bring it. It's going to take some time. You know what I mean? They, they're building the case. The states are building their case, particularly New York is building its case. Good. Do it. Build it. It'll come. You know, I just read somewhere that, uh, that, uh, uh, his financial guy, the, the, like the, the big, the Wesselberg, I think his name is, but he's basically the, 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 I think he's the CFO. He's either the CFO of Trump or he's just been sort of the, the money man for, you know, as long as, as Donald Trump has been doing the thing, Mm -hmm. his daughter just turned over apparently like seven or eight boxes of information to the to the uh uh the uh what is it the southern district of new york great good get him in there so, get him in for freaking trying to start a revolution yeah i don't think that's what they're gonna get him for they should you know but they'll get him for something you're gonna get him on financial stuff you know what i mean and you know he may not serve any time but boy he's gonna get find a lot of money I want them to serve time. Anyway, uh, you guys, all of them, the whole family for listening to all our spiels, including the spiel for, Hey, give us a new sponsor. Uh, so, and as thanks to you, we, we have a show every, whenever we decide to put a show out, uh, we give you so many ways to get so many rich, not enough. Josh is like, we got to do a little more, pay it forward. So he finds another topic and he finds another little way for you to get even more rich. I don't know why it is every time you say so many ways to get so many rich, uh-huh. it still makes me chuckle for some I, reason. I love it personally. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's, we should make that our motto. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> GRQ with Josh and Noel, so many ways to get so many rich. Yeah. That's a t-shirt right there. Uh so you guys, from Radio Free Brooklyn, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. There's three kinds of money today that you guys got to be aware of. One is God's money, and God's money is gold and silver. And then there's government money, which is fiat currency, which is the dollar, the yen, the peso, the euro, the yuan. Yeah. Fake. And everybody's working hard for it. It's like eating fake food or mm-hmm. drinking fake water. That's why people are getting sick financially, because they're working for fake money. Yeah. Okay. And um, then there's fake assets, which is another part of the fake millennial, mm-hmm. f- the fake generation series. This here is real silver, plata. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this here is gold. This is God's money. This is what God's money looks like. The reason I call it God's money is you can't fake it. There you go. Yeah, there you go. What I love about these people who are big believers that, you know, we need to go back to the gold standard. Mm -hmm. For the same reason that they say that paper money is fake. 
Yeah. Because it's essentially just agreed upon that it has value. Yeah. The same thing can be said about these fucking soft metals that are found in the earth. Yeah. I know. Right? It's agreed upon that they have value. And, you know, you can just as easily decide that they have no value. Yes. And these these douchebags, like the Robert Kiyosaki's of the world, that have these, you know, newsletters mm -hmm. and uh, 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 YouTube channels where they're pushing gold and silver, it's just because they're trying to artificially raise the value of gold and silver. Sure. That's all they're doing. It's, and, you know, and, and really with, it's without... the old... It's the old man's version of GameStop. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and without the fake paper money, no matter how you slice it, an ounce of gold is never going to appreciate. It's only going to ever be equal to the value of an ounce of gold. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's uh, you should be thinking scam. that fake money more than anyone. It's such a scam. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible, guys. Get rich with it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. A spring has a sprung. Spring has sprung. The glass is raised. I wonder where the parties is. <laughs> um, well, here they are. They're right here, right? So the, I, I started thinking, like, there, there's more at play with spring than just, like, us looking outside and feeling good about the world. Um, there's some real nature, deep stuff going on, right? Yeah, man. Um, Talk about it. Speak on it. Forces awakening. Yeah. Um, in particular, one of which is the massive, massive migrations that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, there are birds that fly hundreds of thousands of miles, butterflies that fly 30,000 miles. Now, that is crazy to me. Yeah. That butterflies. I mean, these things that seem so fucking fragile. Yeah, I know. Can make I, it so far. I know. I know. Is incredible. I forget when I was reading. So I, I started reading about, I, I'll, I'll, you know, give away the a little bit of where I'm going. I started reading about migrations. There was mm -hmm. some insect that migrated like, I, it was like I, a, an equivalent thing. So they'd say it was 30,000 miles. Mm -hmm. These insects' lives weren't there. Each migration was generations. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, and then they just turn around and, and, and migrate back generation over yes. generations as well? Yes. That's completely nuts. It's bizarre to me. Um, but anyway, so so I I thought like, wow, that's something big. That that's there's gotta be money in these migrations, right? And I started thinking about all the different ways. At first I was thinking of how could you, you know, make little holsters to put on all these birds and stuff that you can <laughs> carry packages or nefarious things that don't need to be uh -huh. there super quick. Uh, but one, one effect of this whole pandemic is, is I listen to a lot of podcasts and my, and my listening habits between 
having a baby, being trapped in here. We're all working out of the same room. My listening habits have been altered. And at one point, I fell way behind in all my podcasts. I've been still catching up. And let's just call it three weeks ago uh, when we were initially planning this show. Uh, on a couple of the podcasts I was listening to, I got up to around election time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were two different ones that were talking about uh, betting pools on elections. Uh, and, you know, we, we've talked about these before. There's markets. There's I was going to say, was, was one of those podcasts you were catching up to was Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel? Because I believe... <laughs> That was that I had I, I had something where I talked about betting pools on elections. You, you've mentioned them more than once, yeah. Uh, the, the, there's Vegas odds on them, and I realize, th- sure, there's lots of ways you could make money on migrations, but the easiest one to get the biggest bang, I think, would be to have people bet on the races. Right. So you could take a particular like type. Asian, black, Hispanic, those races. No, 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 no. Oh. no. Races of where you're going and how fast you get in there. Oh, like a race. Yeah. Okay. So you, gotcha. you could have one type of bird um, put little trackers on them. Uh, you put X amount of money in um, and you get a bird. That you can track online in real time. Uh-huh. If you really want to pay, you yeah. can put a tiny camera on it. So at any given moment, you can zoom in and get the video of your bird. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I like that. And you have millions of people betting. It's it's a it's a small in for them, right? They, they could put ten mm-hmm. bucks on the bird. Um, sure. Winner gets ten percent of what the pot really is, which would be a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Um, and you get 90% of what it is for organizing this betting pool. Uh, and, and you could do it per species of bird. Uh, if you really want to get micro things, you could do it for monarch butterflies. You could do it for, mm-hmm. there's so many different things you could do it on. Uh, but they all come in spring. They all come from the south and go to the north. And uh, you couldn't do it on that one species of insects that have multiple generations because they leave that tracker on the dead body that they leave behind. Um, yeah, I think it's a great idea. You know who would who would do really well with that? Who is like wildlife uh, organizations that actually track these things? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it'd be, you could. You know what I mean? Like science. they could make a fortune. Yeah, ab- yeah. absolutely. They could make a fortune off of that because they've already got it all in place, right? They follow different, uh, uh, what is it, flocks of birds? Is that yep. what they call them when they fly in a group? Yeah. A flock. I mean, I would totally bet, like, on the Canadian geese that come that pass back and forth uh, from the Hudson River every time. Sure. But you'd just be year. betting on one goose. I would probably, I feel like that's, you know, you, you sort of want to be the first. Well, but you know the way that the way that the gooses fly in a flock, mm-hmm. you know they do that V shape. So there's the one guy at the front of the whole thing. But it's not always the same one. You sure? Yeah. You know that for a fact. Yeah. As a Canadian, is that something you learn? Yeah, oh, I think so. Um, but you get a bird, and uh-huh. if you put the little cameras on, you can also make it a reality show. 
Yeah, absolutely. I would watch it. It'd be a fascinating show to watch. Absolutely. You could have science facts. You could have cultural facts about all the places they pass through. Absolutely. Uh, it'd be a fascinating show. Kids would get in on the gambling. Um, absolutely. Have so many people gambling because there's millions of each type of bird. You know, they put 10 bucks down. You can give them 10% of the winnings, and it's millions of dollars for them. You're yep. keeping billions of dollars. Yep. No, I like it. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Solid as a rock, my friend. Yeah. Um, my second one. So this is what I wrote. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to this. This is what I have. I'm trying to think what the hell was going on in my mind when I, when I grabbed this. Okay. The early Egyptians built the Great Sphinx so that it points directly towards the rising sun on the spring equinox. Okay. I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> well, the equinox is spring, first right. day of spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, like, yeah, I, I, I think I know what that is. I think it wasn't a question of like, you know, what is the puzzle in this? The puzzle is what was going on in my head when I grabbed this? What was I thinking about? What was I formulating as my idea with that as my start? How it's been such an important thing for so long. Uh Uh-huh. That you build other things facing the equinox. That's an idea. I wonder, though, I, and I really don't remember, so I'm sort of, yeah, I really, I really don't. Like, I, I was like, you know, I'm like looking at it, like when I scroll down just now, because I haven't looked at this, you know, this, this page till literally we started the show. And I scrolled down right now, and I knew I had something, but I thought I would, it would trigger something in me, and it triggered nothing. But I'm wondering if... My thought is, you know, in all the Indiana Jones movies and things like that, mm-hmm. anytime something's facing a specific way, mm-hmm. it's because at that one particular moment in time. Yeah, treasure. Treasure, right? Um, so I, pro- I clearly didn't do any further research on whether... <laughs> There is some uh, 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 idea around a treasure find uh, around the Sphinx. Um, But then I do like the idea of maybe what you do is you build buildings that are facing specific ways so, and then sort of let it leak that if you're in the right place at the right time with the right tools... Mm -hmm. And you're in that building, living in that building, or renting in that building, you will be shown where a treasure is buried. That's good. But you don't know, you know, you you got people got to basically live there all year round trying to figure out when this right place, right time is. People will be there forever and ever. You know, I in our treasure hunting episode, we talked about that one guy yeah. who had buried yeah. treasure somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, someone found it. Yeah, it got found. It got found, supposedly. Yeah. There's questions on whether it was it really was found or really existed at all. Um, but I just thought I'd update that. Okay. But, you know, people were so into that. I mean, we talked about that 
quite quite a number of times that particular thing, especially early on in the in in oh, yeah, yeah. in our uh, in our history of this show. Um, and uh, you know, just imagine how you would you know open buildings in the middle of nowhere, right? Almost like these Chinese ghost cities. But you'd have like a hundred percent capacity all the time, charging up the wazoo, while these people are trying to figure out how to find this treasure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's a thought. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Do with it what you will. Yeah. So there you go, guys. There you go. Um, riffing. Yeah. <laughs> well, b- before we riff on, uh, I I do want to add that uh, we have missed a couple shows. Um, the reasons we missed them are completely over. Don't be surprised if uh, there might be a couple shows that get missed in the in the upcoming time. Hopefully, hopefully not. But uh, but just to do know if you go to listen to a show and you hear Trump uh, spe- <laughs> speaking, it is it is because we will get back to you as quick as we can. It's just uh, there's certain times when other things need attention. Um, and look at the surprises you get when we go off for a couple weeks. I get married. We get vaccinated. All this stuff happens. That's right. I mean, we were really struggling, especially in the pandemic, mm-hmm. with uh, 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 things to do with our lives. Yeah. So at least with a three-week break, we've got a little something to talk <laughs> we got a little something to talk about. <laughs> a, a little bit of life happened for us to... We were, we were literally... Our conversations, our pre-getting into the ideas conversations, where we were discussing what Nigel had to eat that day. Yeah, which is you know interesting. He had some good stuff today. <laughs> what did he have today, Noel? I, I gave him for lunch. I gave him uh, pierogies, broccoli, wow. and um, blueberries. For dinner, he That's had nice mahi mahi. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we weren't too crazy about it either. He liked it, um, mm-hmm. and uh, broccoli, mm-hmm. and blueberries and tater tots and bread. Oh, um, tater tots and bread. Yeah, he just kept, we just kept giving him things and just kept eating and eating. And you were like, "Yeah, keep it going, keep it going, buddy." You guys, if you want to reach out to Josh and I and tell us. Uh, Whatever you want to tell us, right? You can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh Noel at gmail.com. Get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere you can get a podcast nowadays. Subscribe, rate, review, please do. And if you only listen to it in podcast form, we implore you to tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before anyone else. That's it. Get there early. Listen to Art Star yeah. Scene. Stick around afterwards. Listen to the circuit. There's a lot of good things going on Radio Free Brooklyn. Listen to it, guys. Um, about this time, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You're wondering what to do with it. Mr. Josh, please tell him. In 1933, FDR issued Executive Order 6102, which forbade, quote, the hoarding of gold coin, 
gold bullion, and gold certificates within the continental United States. The US Mint had already produced a whole new batch of double gold eagles, so they ordered all those beautiful new 1933 double gold eagles to be melted down, apart from two which were to be presented to the US National Numismatic Collection. We now know that at least 22 remained. Any 1933 double eagle currently out in the world can only exist and not be a melted down hunk of metal because it was stolen from the US Treasury in 1933. In 1944, the Secret Service tracked down seven coins, stolen by a US Mint cashier and passed through Philadelphia jewelry dealer Israel Swit, and melted them down. Soon after, they found and melted another one, and in 1952, one more. Then, in 2005, over a half century later, they found 10 additional 1933 gold eagles in possession of Switz family, and after a lengthy court battle, the coins were declared to still be US government's property, but if you've been counting carefully, you'll have noticed that that's only 21 coins. You see, before any stolen double eagles were made known to the US government, King Farouk of Egypt bought one from Israel Swit in 1944. The US government wanted it back, but in 1944, a few countries were involved in a bit of a tussle, and Egypt was sort of in the middle of it, and the US figured then probably wasn't the time to try to get their coin back. In 1952, King Farouk was overthrown in a coup, and the coin was supposed to be returned to America, but then, when the world needed it most, it vanished. It didn't resurface until 1996 when its holder, a British coin dealer named Stephen Fenton, was tricked into selling it as part of a sting operation by the Secret Service. Fenton was arrested, but after a long court battle, the US government and Fenton agreed to sell the coin at Sotheby's and split the profits. Profits which totaled $7.59 million when the coin was sold to an anonymous buyer who is now the proud owner of the most expensive $20 in the world. There you go. I thought that was super interesting. That's why it, it was so long. Yeah, that is. Um, thanks. Yeah. You guys, uh, Josh and I have full confidence in our ideas that they're going to get you crazy, crazy rich. How do you know that they're worth going out there, reworking your house, taking on loans, racking up your credit cards, quitting your job, alienating your friends? It's because Josh scares the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we are schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's rules are how to get fucking rich. The six principles of creating wealth from masculine development. Wow. Do you want to know what the menu for masculine development is? You ready? Get girls. That's one part of the met one menu. Get jacked. Okay. Get money. Okay. That's it. All right. That is masculine development right there. Um, ready, Noel? Yeah. Rule number one money is a mirage money is a mirage a mirage that the sphinx looks out on <laughs> <laughs> an oasis of a mirage get yourself some, some uh sphinx yeah there we go so we're one for one we're definitely getting rich <laughs> we're definitely getting rich right so once Strangling. again for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Okay. Well, I had a buck when I went to the track 
had 20 grand when I came back Gonna get rich quick This is my lucky day So stick around, baby, and everything will be It's my lucky day 